nothing impossible for God and I believe that you are here for God to bless you. Last week uh, which I personally believe that the greatest person, the most successful man or woman on earth the most fulfilled man on earth it's not the one that have billions. You can still have billions and trillions and still not be able to sleep. You have to hang on drugs to sleep. I'm talking about the peace of God that passes every understanding. The most successful person is a person who finds the will of God. And after doing it, you yourself, you know, the earth you've lived, you had a fulfilled life. I don't want to be living this world thinking that I should have done this, I should have done that, and I didn't do it. I want to be able to say, I have run the race, have fought the battle, I have run the race, and have finished it. It means that there are certain things God wanted us to do and you have to do it. But you cannot do it without knowing it. How many of you know that? For me, I believe that most Christians are not stubborn. It's not that they are stubborn. It's just that they don't know what to do. If people knew what to do, I know about 70% will live doing what is right and doing the will of God. But people also go around looking for the will of God. What is the will of God? Jesus came to this earth as a man, showed he lived like a man, showed how a child of God should live. You put on the flesh, and once you become the son of God, you can live the type of life who Jesus lived on earth here, knowing the mind of God and following the mind of God. And I pray in everything that you do, once you know the will of God, you've succeeded. Success is knowing the will of God and walking in it. When you walk in the will of God, Satan find it very difficult to finish you or to stop you. But sometimes we stumble on the will of God. Some people stumble on it uh, by chance before you realize you are, you've done it and it's succeeding for you. You say, wow. 
But I believe that we must find not only stumbling in it, but having the knowledge of knowing the will of God. Not just stumbling or just moving and one day you'll fall into the will of God. The next time you'll fall here, the next time you'll fall here. We should know exactly what God wants you to do so that you can do it and be fulfilled. Some people have taken decisions before thinking it is God. At the end, you realize I took a wrong decision. <laughs> I don't want our life to be like that. And I believe that the time coming, we'll be starting the Tuesday meetings very soon. I want to take time to talk more about the will of God. I think that's the reason why we are believers. To fulfill God's will. If we read through the Bible, someone says, how do I find the will of God? I think there are the basic way to find the will of God is through his word. The primary way is through his word. When you read through the word of God, it tells us certain things. It shows us how God worked with man. How God dealt with man. Apart from the correction it gives, apart from uh, instruction it gives, apart from all the rest that it gives us, it also showed us how God lived with man and how God worked with man and how God dealt with man. So that when you get to a circumstance like that, you know, oh, this is how God dealt with this situation. So it is very easy to do what God wants you to do. You know the will of your wife or your husband. Maybe the way she did. You know that certain things she might not have said, I don't like it. But after sitting with her, walking with her, staying with her or him for a very long time, you know the things she doesn't like and you know the things she likes. So the next thing is that when we become closer to God, that is when we can find the will of God. Right from the scriptures, God showed his will. Genesis. When he created man, he showed his will to man. He told Adam, I am putting you here and I'm placing this tree, two trees. <laughs> one a tree of life, one and knowledge, one and knowledge, and this is, you put those trees, they said, you can eat everything, this is my will, eat everything, and this is my will, don't touch this one, don't eat it. So, clearly, God showed Adam what he likes and what he doesn't like. That's what I call the will of God. <laughs> what God likes and what he doesn't like. The will of God is his thoughts. When you read Jeremiah, he says that, I know the thought that I have towards you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I know the thought I think towards you, says the Lord. Thought of what? Thought of what? Tell somebody, God's intention, God's desire, God's will, God's purpose for you is 
peace. The thought of peace. So anytime you walk in the will of God, no matter how difficult it is, there is one thing that you can find. Peace. People may say, ah, why are you going through all this and you are not complaining? There is still, even though it is not comfortable, but you have peace within. I hope you are getting me. And this also deals away and takes away all anxiety. When you know you're walking in the will of God. He said, one peace, what again? Oh, I love this Jeremiah. And not of evil to give you what? God's will gives us future. It gives us a brighter future. Obeying God gives you a better future. You might not be comfortable today. But the future will be great for you. So you don't lose anything by following the will of God. People may laugh at you today, but tomorrow you will be the champion. That's why it's very important to find the will of God and walk into it. To give you a future and a hope. Any time we walk in God's will, it also gives us hope. God's will is his thought for you. His intention for you. His desire for you. And what he communicates to you. And everybody's will is what he communicates as long as it is in line with what he's thinking. Some people can communicate and tell you something, but what they are thinking and what they are desiring is different. That is not the will of the person. He just wants to say something to get your attention, to get your approval, but that is not what I'm talking about. God's will is his intention for you, he, what he's thinking, you are in his mind. He has a plan for you. He has a good plan for you. And he's thinking that this is my son, should do this. And because of this is the way I will lead him so that he will get to that place. By that, he then communicate that word to you. Either through his word or through intuition or through other means by the spirit of God. So that he could even take a friend to communicate it to you. I hope you're getting me. God's will now I'm coming to some a portion is always linked to his kingdom. The will of God is connected to his kingdom. When you read Matthew, he said, the will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He says that 
your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever God does is linked to his kingdom. So when you want to take the will of God, the easiest way, is it going to achieve the kingdom purpose? So to some of us, our, the kingdom of God is our primary thing to guide us in knowing the will of God. You can have two people doing the same thing. One is geared towards the kingdom. It is in the will of God. And one is geared towards just anything. It is his will. We have the will of God and we have the will of man. God, the will of man is good. Sometimes they interplay with the will of God. They, they just interface with the will of God. The will of man is good. God gave man his will. The will of man, there are certain things. The will of man is, is needed to take some decisions. For instance, if you want to eat, and you are hungry, there is food. You have to cook. You don't have to go and bow down and say, God, what food shall I eat? Oh, Lord, should I eat or not eat? Or some will ask, God, should I baba my hair or leave it bushy? If your hair is linked to the kingdom like Samson, Samson was to rule and the strength is based on the covenant of his head, on his head. So the will of God for something is not to cut his head. But does yours also link? I hope you're getting me. So that when God is dealing with an individual, you don't just copy it. To Samson, the will of God is not to cut his hair. But for you, the will of man must play that when you don't cut your hair, you look ugly. <laughs> so you have to trim your hair and look nice. <laughs> huh? So you, 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 you must know the will of God and the will of man. The will of man in itself is not bad, except it is against or opposite to the will of God. So when you are taking a decision, even jobs, sometimes God can place you in a certain place because of his kingdom. If it's not that, what you are good at doing, do it. Are you getting me? 
if the direction, you hear a direct word that I want you to enter here to change certain situation, that by being here, you will be in a position to expand my kingdom and to help the, to advance my kingdom. And because of that, I want you to be there, then it is the will of God. But when you don't have that message, you don't sit down until you are 60 years before you start looking for a job. I hope you're getting me. Some of us, there is something you can easily do. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it. Is it good? Is it acceptable? Is it helpful? Do it. Sometimes in doing that, you will even find the will of God. Someone will ask me, prophet, what about marriage? Yes, there is a will of God in a marriage too, and it's a will of man, which is also acceptable. Huh? If that marriage is linked to a major role in God's kingdom, like Mary and Joseph. God knows that Joseph will understand Mary. He knows that some of us, if your wife gets pregnant and it's not you, the woman is dead. No matter, even if an angel comes to tell you direct that this woman is this. You say, God, have you ever seen a woman getting pregnant without a man before? I think no, these are questions. You put God in the witness box to grill him to find out whether it is possible. And because it's a link to the kingdom of God and Mary should not die with the baby Joseph was linked to play his role to protect the child until the child grows up there are many ways people too that God have linked apart from that the general will of God is that a believer should marry a believer. Walk in that general will. Some people think that it's a specific woman. Somebody came to the pastor. I've missed the will of God. I said, what is that? Say, the woman I married. I said, you know, the moment you married it, the woman, it became God's will for you. <laughs> so accept it and work it out. I said, hey, it's awful. Do you want me to tell you that it's not the will of God? Go and divorce the person. He said, Pastor, the man is good, though. He's, he's good. But I don't like. It. I said, ah, you saw the person, you went and picked the person. 
did your father choose the girl, the man for you? He said, no. Did somebody choose the man for you? He said, no. He said, Pastor, I worry. I wanted to marry because I was growing. I said, yes, you've already married. Turn it to be the will of God. Except the man is going extreme. That one, as a pastor, I want to advise you. The law advises that one. Will of God, most of us are, see, we, once you're a believer, the first thing when you want to walk in the will of God is to present your life. Give your life to Christ. Then you'll be put into God's will. Then you can walk in the will of God. When you read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, oh, my love, this scripture, beloved. I love this preacher. I said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present what? Present what? The first thing that present your body. God needs this. spirit Yes. You've given your spirit to God. After the body is mine, I will use it the way I want to use. The spirit is living in the body. So if God is living in it and you allow Jesus to come into you, then you must give the entire body to him. Sometimes it's not easy. The body fights against uh, the spirit. There is a struggle between the flesh and the spirit. And everyone goes through it. Even Jesus went through that. When he became a human being. At a point. He just turned between his will. And the will of the father. And he saw the cup. And he said oh God. That was the time you saw him praying intensively. Trying to move to the will of God. And something must happen. Something he's facing. Some danger that he's facing. He said oh God. If it is possible. Let this cup. Move. But. Even though I want it to move. The first thing I'm looking for is your will. If it is your will for me to drink it, then strengthen me so that I will drink it. And the Bible said that, and God brought angels to strengthen him. At a point, you will not be able to do that will until God himself comes to strengthen you. I hope you're getting me. Sometimes our will, God do not violate our will. Do you know that the ultimate intention of God for Israel is for him to have a sovereign rulership over them? His intention was not to give them a king. 
But Israel came and came to Samuel. I said, Samuel, enough is enough. That we have a king we can see with our eyes. We have a king we cannot also carry on, uh, uh, on our shoulders. There's a king that we cannot boast and tell people, this is our king. We will dress him, we will dress nicely, and everybody will come and will hold your hand and will go to the presidency and say, this is my president. Wait, we want to get some. Someone said, this is not the will of God. They said, Samuel, give us a king. But the things displeased Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. This is the will of Israel. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, heed the voice of the people in all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me as a sovereign king over them. But God still gave it to them. So, in the mind of God, the thought of God, the perfect will of God for Israel, for God to rule them. But sometimes God also gives us our human will. And every human will also have the consequences. If you take the will of God, there are things that comes. When you face battles and warfare, God is there too. If you take the human will, you need to use your brain and your mind to wave yourself through. So, God told, let me say, oh my God. God told Samuel. Samuel was very displeased. But God said, look, the Lord, me, I don't force people. I haven't made people like robots. I made men give them a will. And I respect the will of every human being that I created. If not, I wouldn't have put the, God would have removed all the things that will cause Adam to sin. For Adam, for God, when God wants Adam to bow down, he'll make Adam do this. And when he wants them to worship, he'll just cause them and all of them will bow. And how many of you would like somebody to bow you out of Nothing. There is no longer a worship. <laughs> Samuel heed the voice of the people. So the fact even that majority voted for somebody doesn't mean that that is the will of God. When it comes to democracy, is the will of men. Hey, my idea. 
That's why I don't want to prophesy. Yes. People can speak to God and God can give them their heart desire. But that doesn't mean. It is when the nation is crying, not for a particular person, to God, that we are in this condition. We want to come out of the condition. Then God chooses somebody to help them. But if this one brings his person, this one brings his person, and it's not because we are all crying because of some crisis or something we want God to do, but just for a, somebody to be in position, that is the will of men. And that is not bad. When you put the person there, it becomes God's acceptable will. We have to pray for that person. Because the person is like your driver. Now, you are sitting in the car. Whether you like him or not, pray that he will drive and take you home safely. <laughs> oh, you don't get me. You may hate the driver. You may hate the pilot. But pray for him. <laughs> that he will take the right decision so that you will get to your destination. That is why we need to pray for our kings. Whether we like them or not, whether we like the party or not, we must pray for them. I hope you're getting me. The will of God. I hope I'm helping you. I'll find time to tell you how to know the difference between your own will and God's will. And so that they interplay, they, they work together. It doesn't mean that the will of God is weak when he asks them to give him a king. God gave them, let, let's look at what God told them. <laughs> And the Lord said to Samuel, hear the voice of the people in, that, in, in all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, but they have what? Rejected me that I should not reign over them. So this is the decision they took. And God respected their decision. According to the work which they have done since they day that I brought them out of Egypt, even to this day, with which they have forsaken me and I, and served other gods, so they are doing to you also. He said, what they have done, this is the nature of my people. <laughs> it's not that they don't want me to rule through you, but they want to have their own way. After I delivered them, they knew all the mighty work I did, but they still turned I helped them beat the gods of this land. The God that defeated the gods of this land, they still went and served the same gods who they themselves defeated. 
So man, by nature, <laughs> always want to have his own way uh, where he can be defeated. <laughs> let me, let, let. Now therefore, heed their voice, however, you shall solemnly forewarn them. God did not leave them. He said you shall solemnly forewarn them, what, what? And show them the behavior of the king who will reign over them. Tell them what they are asking. That what they are asking, this is the outcome. That this will be the outcome. Let me finish. Now, therefore, oh no. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who asked him for the king. Uh-huh. And he said, This will be the behavior of the king who will reign over you. So Saul was not his original plan. (laughs) He will take your sons and appoint them for his own chariots and to be his horsemen. And some will run before him and his chariot. When the president jumps, see the people running by the car. Say, this is how they are. (laughs) This is how some Swarm will sit in the car and others will be running on the ground. I say, yes, Medesa. <laughs> he will appoint captains over his thousands and captains over his fifties. Will set some to plow his ground and reap his harvest. You will save them you will fight. Some of you, they will take you to a field to fight unnecessary fight. By the end, they will enjoy the fruit. You won't get it. They will move you to the field. They will take you to campaign. You go and sleep in the bush. Mosquitoes will bite you after they've won. You won't get everything. They'll tell you you are not qualified. You don't have the qualification. Oh, so full. He will take a tenth of your sheep. It's very easy for people to give a tithe to human beings. But when it comes to God, it's a problem. With some people. And sometimes those who complain. Somebody can talk. Look at how the pastors are chopping the people's money. I said, have the people complain? Your money is not there. It's not your money. Sometimes those who complain, it's not their money. They won't even give. If somebody decides to give to God. And you insult the people who are giving. It's not the pastor you are insulting. You are insulting the congregation. That you don't have sense. But you don't know the conviction. Each one has all got his own conviction. Somebody can use his money to sponsor the football club. If I am not a fan of football, 
I will think he's a fool. But that is not it. Someone can use his money to sponsor the kingdom of God. If you, are, you don't understand the kingdom of God, you will think he's their fools. And don't let anyone deceive you. What you're doing, you're sowing life for the future. Okay. To be continued next week. The will of God is all that we want. He said, Israel, this is what will happen to you. You will plow, you will work for the king, you will do everything, and it's the king and his family that will enjoy. Saul will sit down. You will go and plow for him. You will bring everything to him. And he will determine. He will be like the owner of the land. <laughs> and determine who should be where. What I'm saying is that we can have the will of men that can push God so once God allows you, it doesn't mean that this is the will of God. They say, oh, Charlie, because God allowed you and you went, you think that is it. You know inside you that what you're doing is not right. Then you move there, you may succeed there, but that's not a good success. There are good successes and there are bad successes. A good success is a success that have peace attached to it. That have security to that success. You know this success did not come by some Kululu method. And do, you know Kululu? Some uh, you see, if you use a wrong method in making something you cannot repeat that thing. Because you may not get the wrong people all the time. <laughs> but if you use the right method, God directs and guides you. Look, when they even take it away from you, you know the God who help you can bring you to that place. So our security is not based on the money we have or on what we have. Whether who help you to get it. As, a, as pastors, I was telling pastors, if you believe God is the one that brought the people to your church, don't fear who will scatter them. Never fear whether COVID or no COVID, they will still come back. Let people come and push them. They will go. They will know they don't belong to that place. They will come back. It is when you use the wrong method, then you have to use your own way to be able to protect them.
So now people come, you know, who come here? I know some people go, oh, Pastor, I want to leave my church and come to your church. I will ask you whether your church is a good church. If it's a good church, why are you leaving? They say, oh, I just and I say, go there. The church needs you there more than I need you here. And I helped them to go back. Not because I want to gather people's congregation. There are a lot of unbelievers in the world. They are the one I'm looking for. Not stealing in the house of God. Stealing people's congregation. Thieves. If you steal, you will lose them. If God brought them, they will stay. There's no need to panic. There's no need to fear. In every area, even your work, your job, everything, if it is God who helped you, don't fear. Let your boss decide to remove you. He will remove you one day. They will bring you to become an MD over him. God can do everything. That is why I pray that we will walk in the will of God. God bless you. Amen. We have come.